Yes, 27. Chinwag. With me, Tufty. And, and me, Woody. Woody. Hello. Yes, we're going to sound very chaotic because we are recording this on Tuesday and it's definitely an intentional plan and not because we've been so busy and didn't get around to doing it and Suzanne's got to be somewhere in like 20 minutes time <laughs> and she's going to be late and we're going to run really quickly and we've already wasted like 25 Don't, seconds of recording. We always speak so fast they can't hear what we're saying. That defeats the point. Okay, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have some quite fun things to share from our weeks, actually. Yes, week. like the one week where we have stuff we want to talk about is the one week we don't have any time to record. So <laughs> jump in, Susanna. What do you want to say? Um, this is so, like, stressful. Um, so this week was quite funny because um, Roger and I were away. And so me and Lizzie... We're looking after the cats, um, and then Lizzie went away on Friday to Sunday. So I was at, the, at home with the cats on my own. You were a crazy cat lady, and like they were really good the whole week. And then first they just sorry this is TMI, but they like needed to go to the loo a lot more, mm-hmm. and I'd like keep taking the poo out, and it was disgusting. I didn't know I hadn't really haven't looked after cats before. So that wasn't in the list of info that Rodman left behind. I guess it was a given that they assumed we'd know how to <laughs> deal with cats. It's a fairly straightforward concept, you know. Like, but I just didn't know where the bags were. I didn't know how to deal with it or where to... Anyway, but it was fine. But it was Saturday night was when I was traumatised because there's this... I mentioned him before, this neighbouring cat called Hero. He's, like, black and he's got scary eyes and, like, fangs. Mm. And Max comes in quite a reasonable time, whereas Hugo will stay out for really late. Sometimes Roger had to wait till 2am to get him back in again because he wouldn't come back. I don't leave the window open at night. Mm-hmm. So I was there banging the tin, Hugo, come back. It was like 11. And then here I was, bam, at the window. Right. And I couldn't open the window because he would come in. Yeah, yeah. So I was like trying to shout and I was like shaking the, the treats and he was just there like, meh. And he was right at the door and I was like really scared. So I was going upstairs, wait for like 10 minutes and I was watching my TV show, turn the light on, come back down he's still there <laughs> so I'm like okay and he, he, he was nowhere to be found so I go back upstairs again and then I'm, I'm just waiting another like 10 minutes and then I hear a and I'm like where's that coming from and he's at my bedroom window <laughs> like high story about how did he get up never been there before and he was like he'd found like how did he find me how did he know that I was in there like it was just horrible so I turned my light off hid under my juvie and Max was like <laughs> hiding under my bed we were both I was like I'm not I'm um, just as scared as you are Max of this cat um, and I went down again at like, and then oh, Max was like going a bit nuts too <laughs> and I was because Max always wants to go outside yeah. as well while I'm trying to get the other cat in and I was looking out the bathroom window to see if I could see Hugo and then suddenly Max was there next to me and he tried to jump out the top window and I had to grab him and claw him back he might have like fallen to his death it was just like so <laughs> traumatic eventually at like half eleven Hugo came back in and Hero had gone and then the next morning I was having breakfast and Hero was there staring at me from the top garden I think he could just smell my fear and so like yeah he knows where I sleep now which is I was honestly really scared I was so grateful when Roger Dunn came home (laughs) because like having cats is fun but I didn't realise how much stress is involved oh yeah man my mum when our cat doesn't come back. She's up at night, can't sleep. Yeah, it's West horrible. Harvey. I didn't know this was a thing that you have to deal with. So, yeah. but it is also your what history graduate twenty three. You're getting bullied by. What a cat. does history graduate have to do with I this? Mean, that surely means you've got some degree of ability about you. Come on, you got to, The cat is the beast, Susanna. No, don't, but don't let the fall happen again, <laughs> where the beast is on top. The fall. 
Yeah, you know, the fall, what happened. Uh, why are you making this about the Bible? Well, this is a Christian <laughs> podcast, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's not to do with the fall, it's just like, he's just intimidating. <laughs> uh, he doesn't sound like a hero. But no. you can't really call your cat devil, can you? No, villain. Imagine shouting that out at me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my weird story. Oh, that sounds like a very fun weird story. It also says you went swimming. What happened there? Oh, yeah, on um, last Saturday. No, it was in like a few days ago, yeah. I went to see a friend that lives in the Exeter. We went to a beach just along the coast from Exmouth oh, called nice. Sandy Bay. And it was like gorgeous. And I went for a swim in the sea and it was just the best. Because I'd missed the beach a lot and it just mm, felt mm. like holidays. Beautiful. Mm. It was great. You can't just point at me. No, the, the, the viewers don't know what's going on. I just do said they? I just said you want to share something. Then. You didn't. Like you, you clearly just a, moved your no, hand. No. <laughs> I said, "How about you?" And then you said, "Oh, you went swimming. Talk about that." And so I just Did mentioned you? that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Look. Oh. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the shovel down and stop digging. <laughs> Beg Susanna's forgiveness for my inability to hear. Um, trying to think what I've done. It's been so long. Oh yeah. Last week I went for a dinner with a with a church family who will remain nameless because there's a story here which the vegetarians in the audience may not like. Or the, no, maybe not the vegetarians, um, but the animal welfare people. Essentially, there was a snail on the mother's plant. So she says to the, to the son, oh, just go lob the snail into the bush over there. Unfortunately, when the son was throwing the snail, he may have misjudged where the snail was in his hand. It kind of like <laughs> slid out of the side. And rather than going straight into the bush, it kind of just arced over the cars, went behind the cars, and then you just heard a shattering Aww. on the road. And it's like, I don't think that snail was getting up for breakfast the next day. <laughs> Which, uh, but uh, apart from that poor, poor snail, it was a very lovely evening. Uh, I was able to make some more brownies from Jane's Patisserie, which, oh, I feel like I finally mm. cracked Jane's Patisserie brownies. What I need to do now is have a go at Kitty Rose's brownies, because she's, I've still got the recipe she gave me. Oh, I did try those. I know, that was your such a foolish mistake. Such a foolish <laughs> I didn't, mistake. don't know why, but I didn't feel like eating them. Oh, alas, you know, we've oh. all got regrets in life. <laughs> so yeah, that was nice. And then yesterday, which was quite literally yesterday, if you're listening to the podcast oh, yeah. on Tuesday the, um, the 15th, <laughs> I went home to have lunch at a, uh, a waterfront cafe with my parents, and that was, that was very nice. And yeah, I got to see the dogs, which is always a benefit. And just nice to get out of Bath for a, mm. a brief moment. And because there's only 42 minutes on the train, it's very easy to, mm. to go back for a day and come back on the same day. True. And yeah. Oh, I was also, my mum's got into Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime, which I watched two episodes of it last week when I was doing the ironing, and it was good fun. And you've never seen Clarkson's? Essentially, right. for those who are curious, Clarkson's Farm is a show where Jeremy Clarkson, who owns a farm for, I don't know, since 2008 maybe, has started running the farm, and they made a series on Amazon. Yeah, it's good fun. Some of the language is a bit spicy, therefore it will not be an official recommendation on this podcast. Is he not doing stuff with Carl anymore? I don't know, is he on the stand, sir? I, I, they were doing the Grand Tour, maybe that stopped. Mm. But, um, yeah. Grand. Wow. How are we doing for time? Oh, we're only okay. 7 minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. It? It's brilliant. What else do you want to talk about? We've probably got time. Have we got time? Nah, we probably haven't got time. Uh... Any other exciting thing that I did was went cycling yesterday with Lizzie to Salford on the river. Load of youths, like all the way along, were sunbathing and swimming in the in the river and stuff. Now, when you say youths, are we talking sophisticated youths or no, no, like yobbo youths? Yobbo youths. Well, no, I shouldn't. 
like is your label them with that? Can you not say your No, no, I don't mean that. I mean like as in calling them your like they're just like young like teenagers. I mean, some of them were like I don't know being silly, but they were just like jumping (laughs) in the water and stuff. They weren't like causing any. Okay. I mean, there was some like monster munch like littering the. The cycle path, but other than that, they hadn't got up to too much like hooliganism. <laughs> um, that was really nice. And we stopped off at Locksbrook Inn and had some ice cream on the way back. Mm. How far down the cycle path do you have to go to get to Salford? Uh, probably about 20 minutes cycling and then you turn off. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because for some reason the other night I thought, you know, it would be a good idea. I'm going to go cycling on the Bath and Bristol cycle path at 10 pm at night. And oh my days, it was scary. Scary, yes. There's only been two times in my life when I've been scared. And once when I was walking through Twerton. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, sorry, scared yeah, yeah. at birth. And the second time was doing the cycle path at night. Because turns out, the bike lights I've got aren't very good. Are there any lights on the path? No. No, no so you've just got that dark, forbidding wood on the right-hand oh. side. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why did you think that was a good idea? Uh, Were you going somewhere? I, no, no, I just wanted a route to do. Oh. And um, the, um, the normal route I would do along the canal, the gate shuts mm. at 9pm I was um, like well I can't go along the canal therefore I'll go on the summer path mm. in my head it was a lot better than it actually was yeah something else that we did I remember is went to the Rain's house on Sunday ah oh, yes that was a good time I, Mike and Sarah and I wish you'd also say Ellie and Callum welcomed us into their house as well they, um, they yeah. had all the grounded students for a barbecue it was truly lovely so mm-hmm. a big thank you to you guys if you're listening yeah. Ah, ten minutes on the dot. We should probably transition into the fourth today. I wonder how much time we've wasted. Well, I say we. I've wasted just by commenting on the time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when you're doing an essay and you've got to reach the word count, you know. <laughs> what was your favourite word to use in um, essays to sound clever? In essays? Thus. Oh, you can't oh no, go, I was going to say you that. You can't go wrong with thus. <laughs> the way you said it, it's thus, but you, you say thus. Oh, I can't speak. How do I say the, the. Oh, no, no. You just make it an F sound, it's not an F sound. No, you, can you not say a th? No. I, per- I... <laughs> I didn't know that you couldn't do it, I hadn't noticed. I've got many disabilities oh, when it comes sorry, to this. Yeah. I can't if you call it disabilities, then I can't make fun of it. Well, an unofficial disability. Okay. I just I can't roll my eyes, which in my opinion is a disability. I can't do that. Okay. Maybe we should buy um, three badges. But yeah, I would use this word thus as well. Oh, it, a... it sounds really like old fashioned and cool oh absolutely yeah or consequently yeah <laughs> oh, there's the, I'm, I'm hoping for a segue into the fourth today but there's um, no segue give us a segue Susanna. consequently it's <laughs> time for a thought for the day there you go we've heard worse we've heard worse yeah so I'll be honest the thought for the day is very brief and very rambly but I've been reading the book Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges in my one-to-one with my one-to-one Sam. And the first six chapters are essentially a, a, a recap of the gospel. And then you come to chapter seven, where you start actually dealing with what are the respectable sins in your life. So the premise of the book is there are... Maybe, hang on, have I already explained this? I feel like I've already explained this, but I'll explain it again anyway. There are sins in our lives which we don't think that they're a massive issue and the book is just trying to expose them. So what I thought I'd briefly do is just cover the four respectable sins which have been covered so far in chapter seven to 10 and offer a quick comment or thought for our own lives of how can we maybe examine our lives and see is that sin present? So the first one in chapter seven is ungodliness. And 
the summary question of this one is essentially, how much of my life do I live without any regard for God? Essentially, you can wake up in the morning, you do your quiet time, everything's hunky-dory, and then you get to like 4 p.m. at night, and it's like, oh, hang on a minute, when have I dwelt on God? When have I thought about God of how can I be doing this for God's glory? Yeah. Our lives, it's very easy just to kind of live them without God. So that's ungodliness. Uh, the second one was anxiety and frustration, and an interesting kind of challenge throughout that, that chapter was, do we actually trust God? Do we actually believe God? And do we actually see anxiety as a sin? Um, so that was that was a, a challenge to me. And then discontentment came up in the next chapter. Essentially, are there circumstances, prolonged circumstances in your life? So for example, uh, singleness or a disability, which you're just not satisfied with, you just want that to change. And here's um, a key comment in there was, do we actually believe that all circumstances are from God? And if he's given these us these circumstances which we are discontented with do we see them as an obstacle that we need to remove or do we see them as a chance to say okay god you've given me i don't know uh, a dodgy knee here's how or how can i be glorifying you with that dodgy knee and then finally chapter 10 was thankfulness and or thanklessness should i say and he asked the interesting question of do we actually praise god for the goodness in our lives and one example he gave was if you have a good day at work and you get to the end of the day of oh wow you know that PowerPoint I did was amazing. Do you actually stop to think, oh, Father, thank you for the skills you've given me and the ability to do this, and Lord, how can I be using this again to, to serve you? So there was the very rambly, quick thought for the day. Susanna's nodding, so hopefully there's some <laughs> useful stuff in there. Mm. Now, I've heard someone else talk, recommend it to me before, because I think it is such a true thing. There are certain sins that we kind of emphasise as being really bad, and then things mm, like mm. pride and selfishness and all that kind of humility just kind of sits under the surface and we're going to deal with them yeah ab absolutely absolutely recommendations then well i may as well do my recommendation because my recommendation is uh, respectable sins by jerry bridges i have no idea where you can purchase it from probably amazon no recommend like a christian book like well i don't know if it's still those? in print no is, oh. Oh, is it not if it's on 10 of those we will no. include the link to to 10 of those but yeah susanna what's your um your thought for today um, thought for the day. Thought for the day? Sorry. What is your recommendation? So, yeah, a book that I read a couple of years ago that I found really helpful was The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness by Tim Keller. Because um, I've always found comparison a real issue in my life. And it's interesting that in our society, it's if you kind of think less of yourself, the the suggestion is oh just to kind of boost your self-esteem and like seek compliments or kind of focus on all the good things about yourself but well, that's still self-obsession and either way you're going to oscillate between sort of self-loathing or pride mm. as long as you're thinking about yourself and the book basically kind of talks about how true gospel humility means not thinking less of yourself but thinking of yourself less and not connecting every experience and every conversation and with yourself like the way that you would view a sunset and think that's a beautiful good thing in the same way you can see someone else's gifts and be like great that's a good thing i appreciate that and not be like oh i don't have them therefore i suck mm, mm. um and that was just a really helpful kind of intro into that sort of thing so i'd recommend it's very very short you can read it in like an afternoon um so yeah that's my recommendation Brilliant. Look at that. We're actually on, on target oh, with, great. with our cool. progress. Cool. Can we do it in under 17 <laughs> oh, minutes? Oh, I was going to just say as well, 
we're going to be probably drawing the chinwag to a close in the next few weeks, I'm guessing. Yes. So if there is anyone that is listening that would desperately like to be on it before it draws to a close, please send us an email and we'd love to have you on. Yes, yes. Although it, it, it's, it's a shame to end this chinwag on such a sad note. Sorry. I'm talking about the end. Oh, dear, dear, dear. But no. I just thought Way to bring the mood down, Susanna. Give some notice or else they might be like, oh, it's ending. I didn't get to come on it. Maybe a bit optimistic on how many people are desperate to come on. Well, it, or if there's like something you want us to do for the last one. Something fun. Yeah, if you've got any suggestions on how to make a, a big deal out of the final chimney. <laughs> That's nice. Because we've not really got any outtakes because all of the outtakes we've got are outtakes for a very good reason. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we, we, we shouldn't use those. But yeah, anyway, let's end. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. Speak to you next week. Mm. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.